This is Cloven Crow coming to you from across the net, here to challenge your beliefs and unshackle your mind. So sit back, relax, and most of all, be prepared to think. Greetings and salutation, folks. This is Cloven Crow, author of Unlocking the Secrets of Sorcery. That is available on Amazon. And um, so I consider myself a, a mystic or a magician or uh, more accurately a, uh, a sorcerer. And, and I'll explain to you what that means in, in a bit. But tonight I want to talk to you about uh, my concept of magic. What... What is magic? What do I consider to be magic? Well, the common definition of magic it usually stems from Aleister Crowley, which is the science and art of causing change in conformity with will. Well, my definition is pretty much the same one, except I tack on by whatever means necessary. And so that takes us out of the realm of perceived restrictions, restrictions uh, heaped upon us by people who consider themselves witches and magicians and pagans and also scientists. And it opens magic up to using methods or techniques that are outside of or thought of as outside of the uh, um, standard occult practices like uh, methods drawn from science or even psychology. And by psych psychology, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about, of course, understanding uh, people and what motivates them um, and, and how um, how their thought processes work. But I'm also talking about practices like uh, the art of influence, um, hypnosis, uh, NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, and also um, and also uh, wide-scale influence like propaganda. So all of these things paired with your traditional occult magic uh, forms the key to actually uh, making magic work. And that's why my book is entitled Unlocking the Secrets of Sorcery because this is, the, this is the key to it. So, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of criticism um, uh, for uh, people who hold my, my point of view of what magic is. And um, it comes from both sides. It comes from people who consider themselves practitioners of, uh, of magic, of traditional magic, um, 
like ceremonial magic or witchcraft or shamanism or you know things things like that voodoo and also comes from uh, people who consider themselves a scientist or just scientifically minded um, so those people who consider themselves traditional magicians or witches or shamans or whatever uh, have a tendency of thinking that magic is something that is uh, outside the realm of reality. It's something that exists outside of reality that can't be measured or will never be able to be measured by, uh, by science. And, and that's simply not true. Uh, there are a lot of people who uh, have who have researched not necessarily magic, but but psi, so psychic abilities. And this has been happening for uh, over a hundred years. Who have accumulated evidence, statistical evidence uh, from experiments that they have done um, and that have been reproduced in, uh, in, in a you know, laboratory setting that confirm the reality of, uh, of Psy. And it's, it's all over the web and you can find this information in books, but it's generally um, disavowed or, you know, it's not believed. It's by, by mainstream scientists. They, they don't acknowledge it. So magic is not some kind of force that's outside of reality. It's, if it's something that has an effect on our world here, whether it be our minds or uh, physical reality, then it should be measurable. It's not something that exists separately. So that's, that point of view is not true. And people are moving away from that point of view. People who practice magic are beginning to um, understand, uh, see, see the the correlations between um, metaphysical, mystical beliefs and uh, science, especially in quantum physics, uh, where quantum physics is concerned. Now, uh, scientists, on the other hand, they they claim dominion over anything that is functional, anything that works. And if it works, then it's considered science. It's not magic. And so, you know, if someone like me walks up to a person who's a, um, who considers themselves scientifically minded or who's a scientist and says that uh, this technique, which is based in science, is magic, they're going to say, no, it's not magic. It's just use the word. It's science. Well... I have this to say to those people is 
some of the world's leading scientists, the forefathers of science, like Sir Isaac Newton and uh, Paracelsus. Um, they were practitioners of magic, if not in whole, in part. You know, for example, um, uh, Galileo practiced uh, astrology, and Sir, I Sir Isaac Newton, uh, which was the inventor of classical mechanics, uh, practiced alchemy, and Paracelsus, uh, you know, was the father of toxicology, toxicology and he used uh, natural magic, um, like, you know, herbal brews and, and things like that, things that were like witches' brews, things that were considered witchcraft. And so, science spawned from from magic. It began with science used to be natural philosophy. And then before it was natural philosophy, these were people who studied the natural world and also the, the spiritual world uh, because they did believe in, in spirit or ether. And that's where all of this science was drawn from. Okay, you know, they developed it over time, but it came from that. Even um, uh, concepts and methods uh, found in, uh, used by uh, psychologists or psychiatrists uh, were drawn from mysticism, especially, for example, uh, Carl Jung uh, drew heavily, heavily upon um, his Gnostic beliefs. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can just simply go and do the research yourself. Uh, everything that I'm saying is absolutely true. So to think that magic is somehow separate from science is, is not true. Maybe magic that doesn't work. Magic that doesn't work is just simply uh, nothing. It's not, it's not magic and it's not science. It may be considered religion. Um, but magic that works is science. That's what it is. Now, having said that, um, traditional magic or occult magic uh, the things that people consider to be supernatural, like psi, or uh, performing spells and rituals and making things happen, uh, those things actually do work. They absolutely work if you, if you have the you know, if you have the ability to focus and concentrate and know how to use your imagination and visualize and you have the belief that that goes with it, then those things absolutely do work. And so this is why uh, my, my form of magic, the, the one that I have developed over years, 
uh, does include occult, uh, occult science or occult magic. So having said all of this, uh, why, why is what I call pop magic or pop spirituality, pop magic, why is pop magic uh, so enticing to people? Okay, so first I, I have to explain to you what uh, pop magic means. Um, pop magic is... Um, Pop magic is like Harry Potter magic. It's play, play, pretend, uh, make believe, and it's usually it's it, it empowers the ego uh, by making people uh, feel powerful, uh, feel important. Uh, but it it doesn't really work, and if, and if it does work, it's it's really weak. And so they they get a sense of being important, and they 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 can even have you know special titles like high priestess or high priest uh, or archmagi or uh, or frater or you know or something like that but but they're pretty much ineffective why is that why is that so uh, why is that so popular well it's it's popular because it's easy anyone can anyone can make something up it's easier to pretend to be something you're not, um, versus actually be you know actually be able to deliver what you say you can do. Um, that kind of that kind of power, that kind of ability, requires uh, uh, years of study, or not necessarily years of study, but uh, developing real skills and. Uh, accumulating uh, lots of knowledge so it's easier to pretend to be you know Harry Potter than it is to actually be able to, to deliver and to be frank uh, it's it's easier to lie to someone and and say that you are uh, say that you're special or that you're you know a, a powerful witch um, and get them to give you their money and, and then get rich uh, than it is to actually um, study and practice this, this stuff. Uh, people are, uh, most, most people are concerned with, with making money, you know, as am I, there's nothing wrong with making money, but there are a lot of suckers out there and quite a few of them really want to believe in this concept of uh, Harry Potter magic. Um, they, they want to be, they want to be Gandalf and they want the easy solution to that. And there are people out there that are willing to offer that to them uh, for lots of money, lots of scam artists. Now, um, a lot of uh, a, a lot of the um, a lot of magical practices are intertwined with religion, and you know although magical practices exist within them, 
uh, the primary uh, function of some of these uh, covens and orders uh, and organizations and things like that is to appeal to the religious-minded people who are just wanting to be happy and be a part of a family. And so it really doesn't matter to them if they are an effective um, magician or witch or, or whatever. So, and that's, you know, that's not what, um, that's not what sorcery is. Now, I'm not against spirituality, but um, sorcery, what I, what I, what, what I teach and what I develop and, and what I hope to, um, what I hope to, to get you interested in, uh, the listener, is to you know, help me to develop this further. But what I teach and what I develop is a tool uh, that is, it has nothing to do with spirituality. It has nothing to do with, with religion. It's a tool used to get things done. And it's called sorcery. And, and I've, I've explained it. Now, having said that, um, you, you can't study these things and you can't, you definitely can't practice these things, meaning magic and uh, the occult, um, without having a brush with uh, spiritual forces. And in the process of studying and practicing real magic, you naturally develop spiritually. You naturally develop spiritually. And it's true, authentic development versus uh, fake pop spirituality, Facebook, Instagram. Eh, I'm a witch, you know, and I'm so spiritual type, you know, spirituality. Um, because you're having an authentic experience. So there's no, there, there's no need to, to teach dogmas or uh, ideologies or anything like that because uh, you, you're you naturally going to learn that as you as you practice. It's going to be, you know, um, it's naturally going to come about. So, as a last note, I, I have to say this. You know, a lot of you are going to watch this video and you're going to say this is just a guy who is trying to uh, to, to sell something and you know I do have a book and I would like to sell books that that would be absolutely awesome but that's that that's not it my question to you is did you not you know if, if you are a practicing magician or, or witch, or you're studying it right now, did you not get into magic to actually be able to do something with it, to be effective? And if you did, what, you know, how, how long have you been practicing? Have you noticed that what you're doing is really not getting you anywhere? Or maybe is not as powerful as um, as you thought it might be, that it could be all in your mind. Well, 
as I always say, it's when jumping off a cliff, it's better to use a real hang glider than a fake one or an imaginary one. So if you're interested in in knowing what I know and helping me develop it, then I encourage you to go to my website, um, clovencrow.com, and uh, uh, read through my, my forum and get my book, and you will know what I know. And you can take this journey with me and... Um, as I develop this even further and maybe even help me develop it. So thank you for watching and I hope you got something out of this and uh, stay tuned or you know, stay tuned for the next uh, video, the next podcast, which um, is going to be about manifestation. So have a good night.